Hello, my name is Katie Weber, and this is my podcast, Jesus is Not the Church. Church hurt and trauma has been a recurring issue for years. Not only have I experienced years of hurt from pastors and people at my church, but I have found out that I am not the only one. The trauma comes in many forms and is long-lasting. Some people never find their way back to faith, and some reconstruct it. I have learned through the hurt that Jesus and the church are not always synonymous. Today, I am here talking to my friend Daniela Stabell about her experiences and her opinions. Hi, Daniela. Hi, Katie. So, first question, Mm -hmm. what is your year and what is your major? I am a sophomore here at APU, um, and I have an allied health major and a psychology minor. Nice. Pretty exciting stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What is your denomination or where do you put your faith? Um, I would consider myself a Christian, but I grew up non-denominational, so I really don't have a lot of experience with other denominations. I've never really learned about other denominations, so yeah, I would just say (laughs) non-denominational if I had to classify it. How long have you been going to church and following a life of Christianity and following God? Um, Since I was born, I grew up going to church with my parents on Sundays. I was baptized when I was a baby. Um, I have memories of being in Sunday school when I was really little um, and always knowing what it meant to be a Christian and knowing that God and Jesus existed. Um, But I wouldn't say I really dedicated my life to Christ for myself Mm -hmm. um, until I was probably 16. That's when I got baptized and um, when I kind of hit the point of like I got rebaptized when I was 16 and mm-hmm. you hit the point where you're like okay this is no longer I'm no longer doing this for just my family mm-hmm. you know you're doing it for yourself and it, it felt a lot more uh, freeing I think when you get to that point because it's not an obligation anymore you know mm-hmm. so before you turned 16 it was like your parents faith rather than yours yeah and it was never like a bad thing that I felt with faith it was just like never really connected to it or really understood it until I would say I was 16 yeah how would you define church hurt and church trauma that's a really good question it's very I think complex um I would say church hurt and church trauma is when someone feels like Christianity as a whole is bad or that all people that are Christians are going to be mean or um, whatever their experience with it. Let's say they were um, called some names when they were in a church. They would think that everyone is called up. They have this traumatic experience. And I think that it can be really harmful for people. Church hurt can be a very 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 painful thing and i think that some christians don't display the love of christ like like they should if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh what could the result be of experiencing trauma and hurt from the church um i definitely think it can have the effect to the extent of someone not wanting to be a christian anymore if it's bad enough i mean i've heard stories of people who were hurt so bad or shamed so bad for things they've done or felt like they didn't belong or like they weren't welcome to the point where they just completely lose faith and they think well god must not love me because these people that went to this church didn't love me especially if it's a pastor or employees that work at a church that's even harder i think because it 
makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. Like you're not doing enough to be worthy, to be loved by God. You're not doing enough to be um, a good Christian or, oh, I'm sinning, so I must be this terrible person. But it can, I think, really mess with someone's mental health for a very long time. Um, And it's just like, it's really sad. I wish, I just wish people would realize how much their words hurt when they're talking to certain people in the church. Yeah. Does it, does it make sense that, like, it's more of the people who are in the church rather than, like, church and faith and God itself, more of, like, the people who are trying to resemble this perfect version of Christ? Oh, yes, I can, I, I think so. I think, um, especially when you think about it of, there's, like, you know, priests, and I don't know all the exact names, but I, I, when I was really little, I would always have this idea of, sometimes like oh you have to go through these people and then you can like talk to god but that's like i think also really hard so i definitely think there's a a separation between that i I think that there are good people in the church and i think church can be a really good thing but i think it's important to have your own relationship with god and if you're if your faith is only based in going to church on sundays then you don't have the right faith because faith is having a relationship with god and feeling like you even separating from people whatever happens that your relationship with God and Jesus isn't going to change because you know the Bible and you know his word and you know your value no matter what anyone else displays if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um you mentioned earlier like it has a big effect on mental health and yeah how people like perceive church yeah um how big of an effect um, of people's mental health and how they perceive faith in the church? Like, how big of an effect could that, like, affect it? I, I think... in that sentence. Oh, like, that's okay. <laughs> you know what I meant. No, say. yeah, no, you're good. Um, I think that it, it can be one of those situations where it can be a silent struggle, I think. Because I think people, when you're hurt by the church, like I said, you think something's wrong with you. So... In my personal opinion, I think when you're having mental health struggles related to the church, you actually tend to hide it, which actually makes it worse because you're suppressing those feelings um, because you think you need to fix yourself. But then that actually just makes you feel worse because you don't get to talk about it because you think something's wrong with you and you think you're going to be judged if you talk about it. So I think it's just this really, really sad cycle of being struggling with mental health and maybe you're anxious or depressed or whatever it is but you don't talk about it because of the people that you you are like in your circle to talk to at the church if you're experiencing trauma at the church that you continuously go to and so yeah I mean for years and years that is just like a very detrimental mental health cycle to someone it's it's just really sad yeah I remember when I was going through my church trauma it was back when I was in middle school and high school mm. and it was high school mainly that I felt it and I thought and I was going through a bunch of other mental health issues in high yeah. school and I felt so isolated because I thought that like this was just a me problem and that nobody else was experiencing it and no one else saw it mm-hmm. and I remember just feeling like super just like just blocked out of the church because I was like I'm hurting so much from the people who are here mm-hmm and that nobody's going through the same thing and nobody understands. Yeah. And it made it worse because I was so alone. Yeah. But then I was, like, talking to some of my, like, friends who also left the church for a period of time. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like oh yeah no we felt the same thing mm. and so it's just one of those things that like like you said nobody wants to say anything and nobody wants to talk about it because it is a, it is a science struggle oh yeah for sure and i think another big thing that you mentioned that i think of is it it can be even worse if you're a child like you were like mm-hmm. that's that's tough those are some of your most important years of developing like mentally like that can actually mess with like your like the way that you develop because you're you're a child mm-hmm. you don't know any better you're, you're 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 literally a kid and so like not saying that adult church trauma isn't bad it, it's just as sad but there's something about church hurt as a child because you will carry that with you into adulthood for a very long time unless you get like severe like help with that because childhood trauma is just a whole nother topic it's just it's just sad yeah it's like the most formative years for like how you base everything else on exactly it's it's hard to go through that when you're so young yeah how do you think we can separate the idea of church and jesus having the same ideals i think it's important to when you when you think about having your faith and relationship to always come back to the bible in my opinion if you're gonna talk about what you believe or what is right or what is wrong go to the bible don't just believe a pastor just because they're saying it just because they have a degree just because they're you think that they're entitled a lot of pastors are great not saying that pastors don't have good things to say many pastors have very good things to say but it's a problem when you fully rely on a pastor because for instance there's certain churches who in my opinion base their church for instance too politically and if you believe only everything that pastor is saying your view on jesus is going to be skewed because you can skew the words of the bible so unless you read it yourself and have your own relationship with jesus then you're you might believe things that aren't that aren't true so i think um separating jesus and church and people in the church really just comes down to the bible and and deciding for yourself like i said when i was 16 just separating it from anyone else it's not about anyone else it's about you and jesus and that's all that matters so yeah yeah no i i like what you said i think a lot of the time and maybe this isn't like the right way to put it but i feel like a lot of the time like if our pastor is like preaching the word of the bible but they construe it so much to Mm -hmm. like their own opinions or their own like experiences like connecting their experiences to it is great but it construes it as a way for us too of we can't like it's not the same meanings as it is in the bible and what they're saying yes and i think it construes it so much that we just get confused of what the meaning actually is yeah i totally agree like your your experience is is separate than anyone else and yeah like you said it's not bad to share your experience to relate to someone but it's not okay to act like your experience is the only experience that matters and that's that's a problem yeah yeah i think what you said of it all comes back to the bible is it's very true because mm-hmm. that is the word like that is exactly yeah. what god meant and that's mm-hmm. true yeah yeah okay. totally agree how can we show that they are not a synonymous being that they are very two very different things and ideals and beings i think for me personally this is something i've struggled with because 
you know, the Bible says, go and spread Jesus's word and go tell people about me. And I think sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, of you're like introducing someone who's never heard of Jesus before to church. And what's the first thing you might do? Oh, let me give you my pastor's phone number. Let me, let me connect you to my church, which is great. I've inviting people to youth group, inviting people to church. Fantastic. Keep doing it. But I think the number one thing I could tell people is you want a relationship with Jesus? Read your Bible and, and just connect with him and, and study the word and, you are more than willing to talk to people and pastors, but again, don't only take people's word for it. Study it yourself, understand it yourself, find a relationship yourself, find help from other people, but at the end of the day, it's it's between you and God. And I think to find, to, for us as Christians, to help that, that's, to find the difference between the two is just to make sure when you're telling people about God, to always make sure you say it's a, it's a relationship. It's not mm-hmm. about where you go it doesn't matter about the 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 right people or the right Mm -hmm. the highest church power it's just just about you and jesus that's all Mm -hmm. yeah yeah how do you think we can come back from church hurt i think i think prayer um but that's hard because i think sometimes you're so deep that you don't want to pray You're, you're like prayer doesn't even matter what does it mean um so i think the other thing i would say is finding good friends um because like you can find good christian communities and like i said it doesn't always come back to the people but at the same time you need people and if you have people in your life that you know you can trust not not necessarily pastors but like good friends that you know will always uplift you and always support you um you can come back from anything with a good group of friends i think um and that's why God put a bunch of people on this earth because he wants people to be in community and be in relationships. So I think just having a good community. And if you're looking for a good community, I would suggest, you know, trying different churches as much as church hurt is so, so, so hard. You have to know that not all churches are like that. And if you need to hear that, you have to know to anyone listening, not all churches are your church trauma. I promise you there are good churches out there. And as much as Jesus is not the church, there are churches that portray Jesus well, and you just have to keep trying, and you will find a church, I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I wanna add on to that, because when I was trying to come back from my church hurt, I stopped going to church, mm. and I ended up, like, doing a bunch of different, like, um like daily devotionals and mm. like reading the bible on my own and like yeah. i know it says like don't lean on your own understanding yeah. but my understanding was better than the pastor who was construing everything and right providing the church trauma yeah and so for me was taking a step back reevaluating my faith and where i stood mm. and then growing for where i was at mm-hmm. and i think that helped me a lot of stepping back from the problem mm-hmm. to find a different solution mm. yeah I love that. Here's the big question. Hit me. <laughs> have you ever experienced church trauma? <laughs> oh boy, have I. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I totally have. Um, sadly, it's also childhood trauma, which is sucks. It definitely is not a good thing. Also, I want to say, share as much as you feel comfortable oh. with. Do not 
feel forced to explain every ounce of your oh, no. pain. Like, I don't want to put you in a position <laughs> where you are going like, oh, I'm burying my soul to no. you. I don't want to share all this pain. Oh, no, it's Share okay. as much as you feel comfortable to. No, I'm totally fine. I was going to start off by saying I'm actually at a really good place now, so I'm really okay. comfortable with talking about it. But, um, yeah, when I was, when I was, like, really young, I always just felt out of place, you know? I just was always very didn't really fit in, didn't have a lot of friends, didn't really um, know why. Uh, Looking back, I think I definitely had major anxiety disorders when I was really young, which is, you know, wasn't the thing really when I was that young. No one really understood it. So that was hard. But um, as I got older, like I'm talking like, you know, late middle school, early high school, um, one of my old like mentors who I won't, you know, specifically mention, obviously, but I always felt like I wasn't wanted in any groups and it was always this back and forth between um oh they would plan things and I wasn't there and like oh we're gonna got like oh I found out um the pastor was doing these things with these people and it's like oh how come I didn't hear about that and then you start to feel like you're doing something wrong or um like oh it's because of my anxiety and I have to just be better and so it it mine my church trauma has a lot to do with mental health which is sad because I still struggle with mental health heavily now but I think that um I am at a spot now where I know those people do not define my relationship with God and I'm really proud of myself now because I'm 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 really I'm really I really love God I'm very I would consider myself a Christian and I have a really good group of friends and I'm really grateful for where I'm at now and you know everything I've been through so yeah yeah I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you oh thanks I'm proud of you too (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah I'm sorry you went through all of that oh it's okay I'm okay yeah it makes me who I am you know Mm -hmm. makes me able to love I think more fully I'm actually I think it's a everything happens for a reason and I went through that for a reason, and I would consider myself empathetic. People think I've heard a lot of people say my biggest qual, my best quality is empathy. I wouldn't have been able to be as empathetic as I am now if I didn't experience that. You know, th- that that strive to always want to be there for people and always want to do the right thing comes from being that kid that nobody wanted to help, and so now I want to help that person, like. I'm never going to let anyone else go through that. And that's only because I went through it. So makes me who I am. Yeah. And that's kind of the point of this podcast too. Of like, if anyone is listening, mm-hmm. is to show that they're not alone in it. Absolutely not. And every church trauma is going to be different. Like mm-hmm. no church is the same and like no one's hurt is going to be the same. But it made me hurt less knowing that there was someone else out there who experienced it and that it wasn't like oh this wasn't just my case Mm -hmm. there were so many other people who hurt but also found their way back to jesus absolutely and if you yeah again like katie said if you are listening and you feel uh, if you're at that point where you're like i'm done with the church just try one more time just try one more time Mm -hmm. it's so worth it promise yeah And I think part of the hurt that I had was it wasn't from our main pastors. It was the youth pastors. Mm, Yeah. And mine was also my youth pastor. Yeah. There's a fine line 
between a cool, spunky, fun pastor and a pastor that puts people in danger. It's very true, yeah. And that pastor blurred the lines. Mm. He, like, yeah. was just jumping back and forth. Yeah. And there was so many moments where I thought that, like, he took his cliff jumping and didn't make sure that the cliff was safe. <laughs> he just pulled off to the side of the road and said, have fun. And we're like, oh, That's we're going to die. absolutely insane. And so it's just moments of, like, blatant sexism. Mm. And just, yeah. like, misinterpreting the Bible and, like, absolutely totally construing it. Um, the same pastor, he, like, threw a Bible across the room. Wow. He, trying to prove a point, I do not know what his point was. He took a fish from, like, the little kids fish tank at the church and let it flop on a table if only you guys could see my face right now i'm that's <laughs> insane it was crazy and it's just like i remember just thinking to myself i'm like god could not be this way it, yeah i i couldn't imagine because going that. i was told so many things that i'm like if this is, like, God and this is Jesus, I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. I was like, maybe this whole, like, Christ thing, like, maybe it's somebody else's thing and not mine. Yeah. But our relationship with God and Jesus is very, like, personal. Absolutely. And that, like, your relationship and my relationship to him are going to be different. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, I'm like, the pastor's relationship is different. And I'm like, not every time should we just base it on their relationship and go oh that's their relationship i need to match their relationship exactly yeah exactly and one thing i think is also important when you mention like sexism or things like that one thing i didn't mention was the the pastor i'm referring to would it wasn't as uh, there was a little bit of sexism like favoritism towards guys not as much as girls which was a really hard thing to go through it's like makes you feel like you're not qualified or like oh i'm a woman what's wrong with me it was a seventh grader that's messes with you but even more so the difference between middle school and high school a youth mm-hmm. pastor being a youth pastor over both and then having favoritism towards one of the other that is hard because the pastor in my case favoritism towards high school very difficult thing makes you just think about when you're in middle school and you see favoritism towards older kids like oh, I'm not, I'm younger, so that makes me not good enough. Mm-hmm. I need to be older so that I can be more, more Christ-like, and then I'll be good enough. <laughs> Jesus can use you at any age, yeah. any age. It's just like, man, that's just so sad. I remember, yeah, I was just like, I remember I wore a Kiss shirt, like the rock band Kiss, mm, yeah. and I was called a devil worshiper. What? Oh my goodness. And it was just oh, like, man. I back to six and the thing it was like if we went swimming girls had to wear t-shirt and shorts and guys could wear whatever they want <sighs> and it was just like very much of i wore like a crop top and when i say crop top i mean it reached just above my pants mm-hmm. and i was like was told if you keep wearing that jesus will not love you oh and so it was just like once again not the bible <laughs> not god didn't mention my shirt in the bible and so it was just like very just like 
they put their like sexism misogyny mm. all of that into our faith and they said you cannot be this way mm-hmm. and god will not love you if you are this way and that's absolutely ridiculous i think it's the same topic with things like politics like i said politics is that's a whole nother thing but pastors that make their church about politics man i have an issue because it's okay to bring up things going on i think if you don't if you don't mention anything going on in the world that's not mm-hmm. i mean you're just avoiding it but mm-hmm. there's a difference between not between mentioning things and basically just being a politician as a pastor and it's like that's not what you're called to like that's not jesus you're you're supposed to be bringing people to god not bringing people to a political party yeah yeah i think like we can go on for hours of the ways that we've absolutely heard and how like people have been just wild in the church totally but at the end of the day it really just comes down to how much you've been hurt and how you've come back from it and how you strengthen your relationship with god and i think yes talking to people about your hurt is a big part of getting better but it also comes down to talking with god of how to get over it and better and not like over it but like over the hump of i don't want to believe if believing is like this over the hump of losing faith yeah yeah and so i think it's not an easy road and it's a road that takes Mm -hmm. years to get over and i'm like i'm not even fully over it yeah yeah but it's worth the effort oh absolutely at the end of the day a relationship with god is worth everything yeah 100 percent. literally your life it's literally worth your life Thank you. You're welcome. For being vulnerable with me and You're talking welcome. about the traumas. <laughs> You're so welcome. This was really fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I am Katie with Zoom Media, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Jesus is Not the Church.